Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Kathy'sRight.com. Your pit stop for the conservative mind, heart, and soul. I'm Kathy Hatch, your host. Today's special guest is Lisette Carter. She's a two-time published author, public speaker, and host of the Rookie American podcast on iTunes and Spotify. I'm happy to have her here because I remember well what it was like to be a young mom. She took being a young mom to the limit. She not only did that and does that on the daily, she wrote about it. Mothers today have a unique challenge. The times have changed. The days have changed. Education has changed. Society has changed. Not always for the better, for the most part, for the worse. And how does a mother navigate their children, their lives, their families through these tumultuous times? Uh, I, I find it it's a challenge, but it's a challenge that some women are capable of meeting uh, with gusto. We welcome today, Lisette Carter. What, what's going on with you? Tell me about your podcast. What have you been talking about? Um, I have been the last podcast I did. I took a little bit of a break last week. The one before that, I actually did a podcast on the new legislation that has been passed. Well, the new um, sexual education uh, curriculum that has been implemented into the Massachusetts school, at least here in central Massachusetts. Massachusetts, mm-hmm. where they're going to be implementing um, sex ed curriculum from K through 12. And yes. through some digging, I found out that it's a Planned Parenthood backed curriculum. Well, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. So they can, you know, they can have more abortions at the end of the day. They can sexualize the kids and, um, you know, they, they figured out a way to have more abortions and that's by sexualizing the children and getting that curriculum into the schools. A lot of parents have no idea what's going on. They were not informed. There was no notice that went home from school. So um, uh, my pastor who's an advocate against it. And also I found some advocates in the Worcester County area in Massachusetts and central mass um, mm-hmm. that are fighting against it. Um, I mean, they're teaching things that like, you know, they're teaching little kids, um, how to navigate porn sites and about anal. So they're giving this, they're, 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 they're handing out, are they handing out any paperwork that the kids can take home? Nope. There's no paperwork. There's no robocalls. Um, they purposefully did not let the parents know because they know the parents would be up in arms about it. Um, so they had a meeting and they were only a handful of parents there that had just found out about it, but the people that were calling in that were advocating for it were from the LGBTQ community that didn't have children. So, um, can I ask you something? Mm -hmm. Um, and and it's on topic. I wonder why is it so important for the LGBTQ XYZ people to, uh, sexualize our children? Why do you think that's important to them? Honestly, I think it's a spiritual issue. Uh, um, I don't, 
I, you know, I, I'm all for, you know, who, who you uh, decide to have sex with behind closed doors is your business. You know, I, I don't think it should be paraded around the street, you know, in a G string with um, dildos all over your, oh. <laughs> all over your body to put, to prove a point that, you know, we should be, they should be treated equal. Obviously, you know, everybody should be treated with love. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Christian, um, you know, I, I don't believe in that lifestyle. However, I also don't believe um, that I, I think it's just gone to another level where they they not they not only want it to be accepted among the youth, but they want um, the spirit wants to over sexualize the youth to pervert them. And yes. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. So, I mean, look, I have family in the LGBTQ community. I have Mm -hmm. friends, um, you know, that I absolutely adore. They're not for this. I I understand. They're not for this curriculum. So it is a um, it's definitely a spiritual issue. And honestly, it comes down to um, what I learned what with the um, it's called the world leaders, the U.N., what they're trying, their outcome is they're trying to create, you know, a, a one world government. And that is one of the downfalls that they're using. So I was on a social, like I, I went on a socialism binge last year on studying the history on socialism, communism, you know, why have those nations fallen? Why has the United States um, stayed, you know, afloat? And so this is what I learned about, um, this is around 1922, um, it's a little long, but it's, it'll put into perspective why this stuff is happening. Okay. Um, and this is from the book socialism under the microscope. This is written by one of my favorite evangelists in Florida. Mm-hmm. He's actually the evangelist that got arrested last year for keeping his church open. Oh, his name is Rodney Howard Brown. Phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, um, this is the quote. The plan to kill Christianity, because at the heart of socialism is to kill Christianity. I don't want God involved. So it says such people should be transformed into true socialists when severed from their religious roots. The civilized world, Gramsci wrote, this is um, one of the communists, Mm -hmm. um, had been thoroughly saturated with Christianity for two years. Moreover, the Christian faith had become a tool whereby the capitalist gained dominion over the masses. Gramsci stressed the need for socialists to create a counter hegemonic project by forming alliances with non-communist leftists, including radical feminists, civil right activists, free love advocates, extremists, environmentalists, and community organizers. By working together with these groups, the neo-Marxists, a neo-Marxist is somebody who's anti-Christian in the Western world, in America. Mm-hmm. It's like a, 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 a neo-Marxist is saying like a new, someone who's pro-Marxism, but like a new version of that, mm-hmm. could forge a united secular humanist front that could serve as a battering ram to shatter Judeo-Christian culture. It goes on to say the quiet um, revolution. I'm going to skip down. In this capacity, he put self-described demonic ideas into action, including the institution of radical sex education program in Hungary schools. This was back in the day, 1919. 
Within the program, children were encouraged to masturbate, to experience heterosexual and homosexual encounters, and to embrace polymorphous perversity. They were also taught the archaic and irrational nature of middle-class family values, the self-imprisonment of monogamy, and the irrelevance of religion. Oh my gosh. So you see that this is all part of a, a bigger plan to um, topple the nation from the top up. And so it's, it has happened under our noses. We have seen some of the ideas because um, my husband's children are in public school. I, I have a small daughter and then he has from a previous marriage, he has older children that are teenagers. Mm-hmm. And we have seen the curriculum that they come home with. And it is pro-feminist, pro-community organizing, right. pro-LGBTQ, um, pro-BLM, all of the things that should revoke the funding of public schools. Right. Because these, you can't teach politics. You're not supposed to teach politics in school. You could lose your funding, but for whatever reason, it's allowed. Um, and the sexualization of children is just a small part of that, even though it's a very big deal. Right. Um, so all of this has happened right under our noses when we're checking our kids' curriculum. We weren't, you know, asking questions to the board. We weren't involved in the school meetings. We weren't talking to teachers. And we finally, when we learned that this was happening more, we started getting involved more with the school, asking them questions. Why is this happening? Why are they coming home with this curriculum? And they believe with every five of all of the ideals because they have been taught this since they were little. Right. And because and backing up on them it's kind of like you know you're you're bashing heads at this point you know who are they they're they're kind of um been trained to trust the teachers more than the parents where they say um you know christianity they had a one of the classes that they had was called conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and the conspiracy theory was is the healing is not a thing with christianity christianity is not a real thing that was uh, in a class I'm a Christian. And so to know that these are things that the kids are learning um, and now that we're starting to fight against is, you know, you have to ask questions like, are we too late for the older ones? You know what I mean? I think we are. I do. I I think we are too late. I I think, but I think the upside, the upside of the, the pandemic, pandemic, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, is that parents were made, very aware of what the curriculums were. They were made very aware of how little or how much the teachers actually teach and how much time they spend teaching. That is something that they needed to find out. And they weren't going to find out because basically most people just go about their lives. They go to work, they go home, they do, they cook dinner, they go to bed. They're just glad they got through the day. So Mm -hmm. they're not going to question if everything seems okay. It seems okay. And my parents never questioned. Right. We trusted the wrong people. I think that is the problem. Yeah. And, and I think it started many, many years ago when they started the communis- communism in the, in the colleges. Because all of the mm-hmm. teachers, the people choosing these curriculums have all gone to these colleges, universities that teach. I mean, ber- verbatim, pure communism. And that the government, U.S. government, you know, was 
was responsible for every evil in in the world basically every time we've ever fought a war everything mm-hmm. that we've ever done has been bad 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 and then that and 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 by by elimination think about it then after that then it's us the parents who were all screwed up because we don't know what we're talking about because i i know i talk to my kids they're adults now and they i thought it was just normal teen angst uh, rebellion you know i thought that was what it was but now i really think that it was the curriculum and some of the teachers and i, I and i i know that when i did homeschool for the short while that i did I I noticed a big difference in um, my kids' spiritual lives. Mm -hmm. And and because we went to church every day. I mean, we went every single day. And it was was wonderful. But Mm -hmm. as soon as the schools got a hold of them again, because they wanted to go back to regular school. So I thought, you know what? You know, I'm paying for it. You're you're doing double duty. You're paying the taxes for the school. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're homeschooling as well. Now, I had help. We kind of had a co-op situation going. But when I think back, I would have homeschooled all of them the whole time. And yeah. there's a lot of options. There's a lot. We had a really good charter school there in California. And so, it, but it was very hard to get into. It was a waiting list. And what do the teachers union want to do now? They want to shut down the charter schools because that's competition. Because they mm-hmm. know what they're up to. Yeah. I mean, look at the president of, of the teachers union, how she's yeah. talking about this critical race theory. Yeah. She's pushing yeah. that. How I can't even believe this is the same country I grew up in. You know, what's funny is we had um, an instance where someone had said to us, you know, it was a kid said, you know, I have white privilege. Okay. We had a situation where, um, somebody had one of them had come home with information saying that she had uh, white privilege. Oh, and you know, I said, well, I have four houses. I wrote three books. I, you know, we got into real estate really early on. Um, You know, we have a pretty comfortable life. Um, That's none of that happened because I was, I'm Puerto Rican, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, Rican, yeah. uh, you know, and I, I, also, <laughs> I represented Puerto Rico playing soccer. I, yeah. um, I went, had a full scholarship to, for softball to get, you know, for college. Oh. I, nobody, nobody said to me, you're light skinned Puerto Rican where here you go. Well, you're going right, <laughs> to, right. I'm only light skinned in the winter and I'm like darker in in the summer, oh. this lighting is not doing me justice, but I've I, got like you know. 30 shades of foundation because I'm like, I tan very easily and change at any point. At any point, I can sit in a hot car and get a tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I look a lot paler here because of my camera, but I'm not, I'm much darker. So, I, you know, I, and then I was like, you know, what about Le- LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Jennifer Lopez? Like, you know, and it's just it was weird to me because growing up, I remember my parents talking to me about the struggle of when they came here and they did have real discrimination. They had real racism back in the day, but now it's not the same thing. I don't walk out of my door and see people lynched. You know what I mean? Like I work in, I live in a predominantly white community Mm -hmm. and I don't, people never have never said anything cross or racist or they've never said anything to me that made me feel like I couldn't achieve something has it happened in my lifetime 
Yes. Sure. But we are taught from when we're young, like they're dumb, like just move on with your life. Yeah. Like don't and give that's, it a second That's thought. on them. I mean, really, if somebody <laughs> wants to behave that way, it's like, oh, now I know who you are. Yeah. You're, you're my, not my yeah. kind of people. But, you and, know, <clears throat> you keep it moving. Uh, but they're, they're not as, as, this is not a racist country. This is not. And I refuse to accept that at all because I have too many friends and family. My family alone is the entire rainbow of colors. Mm-hmm. Everyone, my, my, my granddaughter is half Mexican and half Japanese and her other half is me and my white husband. So right. she's full on American. So yeah. that's what I'm, I was real disappointed though that I didn't have Latin blood because I always thought that I did. And then yeah. the DNA came back and I was just like, really? <laughs> My daughter. You know what? Did, did you do like a, the genetic testing thing? Yes. So I saw, I literally just saw this a few days ago where they did genetic testing of like an orange. Uh-huh. Like somebody sent the DNA of an orange or oh. something like that of a fruit. And it came back that they, it was like 25% African. So oh. <laughs> you oh. might be. You might be Latino and, you know, and Latina and they didn't really, it's well, I, not real. I learned Spanish really easily from my friends. I'm mm-hmm. not, my friend, Patricia Oliva, she taught me my Spanish and, and, and I, I took it in class. And for me, because I speak, I speak Creole too. Mm-hmm. And so French came pretty easily, easily and Spanish came pretty easily. I've lost a lot of it by now. I mean, yeah. I thought I was thinking when they were saying leave that in, 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 in Cuba, I was like, you know, I was feeling very passionate about it. I felt very passionate when the Chinese students were protesting mm-hmm. for freedom. And mm-hmm. I was proud of everybody who wants freedom. And I'm thinking, and here we have a bunch of ungrateful people in this country stomping on our flag. What in the world? What? But that's again, like how I read before, that has all been strategically planned from the top up, there was actually a school called, have you ever seen the movie Salt with Angelina Jolie? You know what? I've been thinking about seeing that. I haven't seen that. Not okay, so it, watch it because it has a lot of correlation to what I'm about to say. Is back in the day, they had what was called the Frankfurt School where they trained doctors, lawyers, educators, um, preachers. They had trained them to say, listen, we cannot go into the United States guns blazing like we did with China. Right. You know, you, you can't just, you can't do that there because they're armed um, mm-hmm. and the, the people will stand up. You have to go in quietly. So what they did was this Frankfurt school literally taught all of these people, this is what you need to do when you go into the United States. And they have infiltrated not only the colleges and the education system, but um, medical schools, seminaries, yeah. There's a lot of churches in Boston that are socialist churches. Mm-hmm. I've seen them with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, they've there infiltrated. Was a, there, was, there was a lady that uh, I watched a movie. It wasn't a movie. It was a documentary called A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on EWTN. And uh, it was very, very good. But it was very, very bad news. You know, basically, she, she was a former spy, a communist spy. And she said that she, that her group were responsible for getting 1,500 men into seminary. This is back in the 40s. 
And yeah. they were not going to be real priests. They were just pretending. And somehow yeah. they made it through. And that was the thing. She ended up becoming Catholic later. But she, she was talking about this to many people. I think she even said it to Congress because they were looking into communist influences in the country. And then you look back at, at Chicago, which is why it's the worst. But Chicago took in a lot of these priests and some of the good priests got chased out by the bad priests. And yeah. that was what happened. Father Mitch Pacwa, who, who's alive now, I've, I've gone to watch him speak. He was chased out of Chicago by gangs. I mean, chased out because this was what was happening and he was making an issue of it. It is wow. terrible. This is, and then people wonder where the bad priests came from. I can tell you where they came from. Communism. Right. And then you know what? Now that you say that, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That's why they have, you know, I grew up Catholic. That's why they have the, that area of perversion with the children. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. That, that has to come from that branch. Corrupt that. the children. What does the devil yeah. want to do? Corrupt the children. How yeah. do you make people lose faith? Hurt the children. Yeah. And so a lot of people left the church or left the faith because of that. Mm-hmm. It was, but it was by design. I mean, you, can, you can't look at it and, and not see it's by design. And so those people, some of which are still in the church, the good and holy priests that we know, they've suffered the most because basically people look at them all with the same brushstroke. Yeah. You know, they, they didn't do it all. I remember when it was really bad in California and I have two really good friends that are priests. One's a missionary priest. One's just a regular priest. And um, they were like scared to wear their collar anywhere because yeah. of people being so mean and, and basically assuming that they're pedophiles too. And this is like less than 1%, less than 1%. But guess what? Media, the media made it huge. The media made it huge. Of course it was huge to those children, but I'm mm-hmm. saying the media had to make it huge because what the media is in league with the devil, in my opinion. Of course. And, yeah. the, and, and, the, and the devil likes to make his demons look bigger than they are. So we think that, that the media is more powerful than they actually are in our lives. And they fooled us into thinking that. And that was by design. And th- think about it. The media, the Democratic Party, one and mm-hmm. the same, right? Mm-hmm. Now that the Democratic Party is you know, not ashamed to say how communistic they are. They're, they, they've always been that way. But yeah. now they're just not shy about it. No. <laughs> I mean, you look at the government. The gov- I mean, right now, um, Congress is filled mm-hmm. 
they 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 have no shame at all. They'll just come out and say it, you know. And it's just it is wild that no shame. Not not only that, but you know, <clears throat> Christians sat back for years and they yes. said, you know, we're gonna be the meek. Uh, this is what I think of American Christianity, honestly, because when I moved from Puerto Rico to the States, when I lived in Puerto Rico, all I had was my Bible. I didn't have a church to go to. I, I, I wasn't involved like with a community of Christians. I had gotten saved. I came for a summer to visit. I got saved. And then I went back to Puerto Rico for school. And I, and I was in high school at the time. And I went back and all I had was my Bible. So nobody could, you know, interpret the Bible for me. I read it myself cover to cover. I studied it every day. And so when I came to, to the States and I got involved with the church, I was kind of surprised at like some of the behavior of the members. And then it just kind of came upon me. It's like this Americanized Christianity where it's a, um, a very lax, uh, you know, hang back, you know, let's, you know, let's love everybody and <laughs> kind of watered down, <laughs> very watered down, you know, oh, you know, Jesus I drank agree. wine. So I'm going to drink wine too, kind of deal. And it, it, I, I remember being like, wait, I don't, I don't see this in the scripture, like what their, the behavior was very different. And it wasn't until recently where I said, you know, this is the this is the reason why the country is in the condition that it's in now is because they said, well, somebody wrote on a cake. Um, they, they didn't want to make a, a they didn't want to put on the cake, um, you know, the gay couple's name. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they they had a lawsuit against them. Well, you know, that's them. You know, like that's that has nothing to do with us. Gay people want to, you know, that's them. They have nothing to do with us. Well, now look what happened because Chris, let me tell you something. The LGBTQ community, I I have a little bit of respect for them because they get a lot. They get stuff done. They want something done or they want something passed. They go and they get it done. Christians. uh, You know, that'll never happen in our school. That won't come into my home. Yeah. Oh, a lot and of people do happened. that. And, and, and in a lot of churches, a lot of people do that. It's like, so long as you have a good conscience. I mean, that was one of the reasons I know, I know pastors, priests, even that, that left California because of the lax, the laxness of the, the lax. I'm like, oh, you could go to communion. You could be shacking up with some dude, dude and a dude. You know what I mean? And yeah. like Biden, Biden actually officiated a wedding between two dudes. And he was in, in his history, he's yeah. not consistent because he was anti-gay marriage back in the day. Right. <clears throat> well, he was also anti-black. And, all, yeah. and now, of that. course, now everything's Jim Crow. You know? <laughs> well, you know, that's 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 where we are right now because mm-hmm. of he, Christians just wanted to hang back. They did not um read they didn't read the bibles for themselves they did whatever their pastors told them to do they were passive and you know now we have to go backwards we have to fight you know the reason why the the nation lasted so long was because of revivals Mm -hmm. they would have like intervals of revivals when the government would see you know that there was a lack in morale in mm-hmm. the community, they would right. say, yo, we need a revival. Like, let's yes. get the revivals going. And it's time for that again, for this nation before Jesus comes back, because 
It's time for a crusade. Crusade, I mean, crusades. Yep, we need a crusade, crusade, just like they did when the Moors came into Europe. You know, they, the, the Moors came in and they tried to t- turn all Christianity off. They took over the churches. They, if you go to Spain today, you see that, you know, all the churches were converted to mausoleums or whatever they, the, I don't know, was that a temple that they, well, anyways, th- that mosque, that's the word I'm looking Mosques, for. Mosques, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, they, they, and the decorations and everything, they don't believe in having uh photos or paintings of people. So all the decorations were all Arabic uh, looking in the churches. And they did that on purpose because, you know, and so we had a crusade and, and the crusade that has a bad rap because people have basically fake news, basically revised history. Cause basically yeah. men, men, it would cost like $900, you know, to actually get a sword to it to today's, standards to have just a uniform to do the job of a crusader they had to give up everything sometimes their houses everything in order to fight for jesus Mm. and that was what they were doing it had nothing to do with anything else but if you reread the old books that we had during the school years that's they don't even talk about it being about jesus at all no, they've they and, you know, they've managed to do that with the textbooks where they erase. They've done it with everything. I did a hard study on um, history, the true history of the United States. And there, you know, people say the pilgrims were bad and, um, you know, the the founding fathers were bad. And when I look at like the documented evidence of the true history, Jesus mm-hmm. was all over, all over history. Yes. And the history books have completely eliminated them. And, you know, to a point where Christians believe that, I mean, this is another reason why the country is where it is, is because Christians have separated politics and religion, religion. Mm -hmm. And they take the quote, um, which is just a ruling. It's not even part of the constitution. And many people believe it's part of the constitution of separation of church and state, but they don't know that Thomas, the reason why it's called separation of church and state is because Thomas Jefferson, when he was in Virginia, there was um, a religion. I think it was like, I don't know what religion it was. It was like Presbyterian or whatever. And they started taking over the state and they were telling people, no, you can't practice your, whatever you believe you have to practice what we believe. Mm -hmm. And Thomas Jefferson said, no, that's not what this country is about. Mm -hmm. We don't do that here. So we're going to separate. We're going to separate that right now. Religious freedom, religious freedom. It has nothing to do with taking um, God out of, um, out of history or out of the laws. The -hmm. reason why we have our laws today is because they're based on biblical principles. Thou shall not kill. Well, if you kill, you go to jail and you get (laughs) like those, that's where those things come from. And so, you know, it's unfortunate that the reason why they separate, they, they think it's separate and they shouldn't be involved. And that's why we're in, they have done it in the school system in the textbooks and that's why everybody says we need to separate these two no they have everything to do with each other right everything to do with each other and and you can tell that because of what's happening right now in the nation yes and i'm sad for this nation right now but i'm still fighting i'm still fighting that's why we're here exactly we're We're not going down without a fight no No, we are not 
So that, and that's one of the beautiful things about the people that I'm getting to know with my podcast is because I'm talking to different Christianities. I'm talking to different ones. And it's, I mean, not just mine, of course, I'd like to have more Catholics on my show, but I still think that I think we're, we need to be in this fight together. We don't have to believe exact. I don't care if you believe in purgatory. I believe in purgatory, but it doesn't matter to me one bit. If you do, we'll find out when we get wherever we're going. But what's important to me is Jesus. And that is what we have in common. And that is what we have to focus on when we have this fight against evil, because the, the, they want us separated. We don't have to be a one religion. They're going to try to make us think that we have to be, but we don't have to be. But we do have to know and love Jesus. I, I truly believe that. And I, I think there's hope, really a lot of hope for a lot of people. But I, I think we are falling off of our horse because we're not evangelizing. We're, no. not, we're just people, we're just praying. Pray yeah. for Cuba, pray yeah. for Venezuela, pray for Chicago. Well, that's, that's not going to help. You need to evangelize. We need Tell to. people about Jesus. That's what's going to make the change, not and pray, don't be telling shy. people to pray. I yeah. love Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm not shy about saying it any day of the week. Yep. So, in fact, I've been saying it every day of the week. <laughs> but, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that that's... The, that's what I love about the people I know in my life. Now, when I was young, I, I kind of let everybody into my life. I just wanted to be Christian and just love everybody. You know, mm-hmm. now I'm a little more picky and I'm like, and there's not a single <laughs> friend that I have that in a moment's notice, I can't drop to my knees and pray with them. Yeah. There's not a single friend in my life that, that I can't do that with. And that mm-hmm. is an awesome thing. I mean, I'm yeah. like, Oh, I love it. I'm like, I don't want any new friends. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but now I, I still make new friends because I am hopeful and yes. I'm not so jaded. Like, you know, I was when I first moved back out of California, when I first moved out of California back to Texas, I was kind of jaded. I'm like, oh, no new friends for me. In fact, I said, no ministries for me either because at, at California, I, had, I was in every ministry. I was doing everything. And I said, I'm going to be passive. I'm just going to sit there like in the audience, like everybody else. I'm not going to do a thing. <laughs> that lasted for about six months. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I am not a passive Christian. Yeah. I'm an active Christian. I've got to yeah. do something. I can't just watch the mass. I have to be a part of the mass. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And I think you're that kind of person too. You're, you gotta, you gotta do it yourself. I don't see you being passive and look, you played sports, right? Mm-hmm. I played softball when I was really young, but I played on a team called the road dogs and mm-hmm. I, I was a catcher and second baseman occasionally when I got lucky. And then, you know, I got into gymnastics after that, which is fun. And then mm-hmm. now I golf. So there's nice. a whole, it's a whole different thing, golf, because I wear my golf clothes and then people, I think some people think that I might be gay because I my golf clothes are kind of, you know. Masculine. Yeah, and, and, and there's that reputation, you know what I mean? <laughs> but my, of yeah. all my friends, all of us are married in regular marriages. I think I know one lady who we know she's gay and I had to partner with her one time because I was in WGA, you know, and I had to partner with her one time. And she says, can you drop me? We had fun. We had a great time. She's a nice lady, you know, but it, it, she was very, very athletic. Anyway, so we, 
we played and then she said drop me off at my car so i could put my clubs in the in the trunk i said sure and so i, I had my car and i dropped her off and I, as she's getting her clubs i'm looking at all these bumper stickers it had the lbg thing the rainbow it had all this you know biden and and and, <laughs> and, and all of this stuff it was just like 20 different stickers <laughs> on her car i don't do stickers except for my longhorn emblem but yeah. yeah and so i said i said i said you well i had so much fun i said i forgive you and she says forgive me she goes forgive me for what you know and i said well i forgive you for all those damn stickers because <laughs> 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 ugly i'm like oh my gosh who put a beto sticker on their car well you know that's the thing and, and that back then that was when trump was running right and so I remember thinking I wouldn't put a Trump sticker on my car. Why? Because I live in Austin, north of mm -hmm. Austin. My car would get keyed. Those right. lefties would key your car in a heartbeat. But you know what? Beto cars are safe because <laughs> Republicans don't do that stuff. Right. We don't, we don't go around damaging other people's property. That's, that's just not that's how true. But isn't that so unfair and so telling? Because yeah, yeah her car's safe. <laughs> but that's the way of the world. But what? Getting back to the the CRT, because I was thinking about that a, a lot lately. Because I'm thinking, you know, why would they want to bring back segregation? Why would they want to bring back separation when they work? You know, so much work was done to bring people together, mm -hmm. and and I think they really need the race thing to keep going because I don't think the Democrats have anything. No, they they've never had anything. No, they don't have a, they don't have anything. They have nothing to offer our country. They want to have Every, I mean they everybody knows that um uh what is the environment uh what is the environment the global uh, global, global warming global? or whatever is BS. Everybody knows that. When I was a kid it was global freezing. <laughs> So, it's not global warming now it's global it has a pc name to it now yeah um yeah climate, so everybody knows change. that that's climate, oh, climate change. change well climate yeah. is always changing it always come on oh. have you seen have you have you seen what's that i i walk the dog and you when we walk the dog this is hills up on the side of the road and you could see the etchings of the water or where the water used to be yeah it's like if climate you, is gonna change it's gonna it, there's I saw this um, video from and I, I believe this, this guy was killed for saying this, but he was he was the inventor of the Weather Channel. Right. Like he was the CEO of it. And he um, he was like he had said on CNN, he was like, everybody knows that climate change is BS. Like that's a, <laughs> that's not a thing. And when <laughs> they had looked him up to see if he was still alive, they were like, nah, he's not going to be alive <laughs> after saying that. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're going to come for him. They they suicided him, I think. You know, you know what's so weird is that when you look at just common sense and you think about it, Barack Obama, two-time president, now he had access to all the information anybody could possibly ever get about climate change, everything. He buys a house on the beach. Oh, Martha's Vineyard, right up here. Yeah. So we're yeah. supposed to think he's going to be underwater in 10 years. Why would he buy a house right there? on the? <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know. You look at what, how the politicians live and you say, well, they're not wearing masks. So obviously, is this, is this really what they say it is? You know, they're buying millions and millions of dollars worth of homes 
where is their money coming from? Where uh-huh. you're not even supposed to make that kind of money when you're a, a public official. Where, where <laughs> you're buying homes on the water. Like Once you know, upon you, a time Obama actually said he was gonna end lobbyists. You know, Obama <laughs> is um, you know, the what I had just quoted in the book about community organizer. That's what he, he was. was. Yeah, he was a community. He was when I when I read that, that's the first thing I, he I remember. Saul Alinsky. And he was one of and Saul Alinsky one of the guys, community organizers. And they built projects, you know, and they had programs. And guess what? Mm-hmm. We get on our computer and guess what? We have to program everything and everything's a project. We were their project, the black people and the Hispanic people. Yeah. We were their project. Yeah. I don't want to be anybody's project anymore. I never was, but still you think mm-hmm. about it. It th- was a big experiment. They put, uh, they put Latinos in one building in these projects at low cost. Right. And then they put blacks in another and they put Italians in another. I mean, they separated them on purpose. And then this is one thing I learned from the, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Then when they would have these meetings to get the community together, they would on purpose leave out one or two of those groups on purpose so that they felt left out. So there would be an us and against them situation. That's how Saul Alinsky taught them. And that's, mm. that's, you create that dynamic and that's yeah. what they're doing with this critical race theory. They're creating right. the dynamic so that it's us and them, us and, right. them. and that's how they control people. See, they can't control Christians because we're about love. I mean, true Christians. If we're about love, I'm going to love my neighbor. I'm going to love people. I'm going to love my my husband Mm. the way God intended. But I'm going to love. But they can't control that. So what do they control people with? Hate. Yep. So hate Trump is what they did all last year. Hate Trump. Are you in the hate Trump club? I'm in the hate Trump club. We can hate Trump together. The teachers would do that. The teachers would say they would all of the teachers would say, oh, yeah, we are anti Trump. If your parents are pro Trump, they're dumb Mm that they did it. all. They they did it. They start that in schools. And it's um, it is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I honestly think that, you do you know the story? I think it's Abraham in the, in Genesis where, uh, I don't, actually, I don't know if it's Genesis or is it Lot where he goes, um, God says, Hey, I'm going to go destroy the city. And he goes, well, if I find one person that's there, can, will you Please. delay? And he goes, yeah, I'll delay. And he goes, okay, what if I find like 
five people will you delay? Obviously, I'm paraphrasing because I just right. butchered that whole scripture. <laughs> but you know, he, <laughs> but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. So he's like, yeah, I'll delay. And he goes, okay, what if I find 20 people? Will you delay? And I really do believe we're in the last hour where we are asking God, God, delay, like, right, delay right now. We are, let's go get more people. Let's get them saved. Let's get them to heaven before the the end is coming. It's inevitable, but right. delay. We're asking God, delay delay because this is the only standing nation that is free on all of every level Mm -hmm. um the only country that has freedom the only the the reason why the un and the world summit and all those leaders um hate completely hated donald trump was because donald trump pulled the u.s out of a lot of the things that obama had put us into yes and they were getting closer to having a one world government. Uh, uh, they were getting so much closer with that. And when Trump came, he disrupted all of that. And he was like, no, we're not going to, these are bad deals that we're a part of. We're not right. going to be a part of them. Mm-hmm. And so that bought us mm-hmm. four years. And I believe that these, the time that we're in right now is more of an awakening where they're saying, look, obviously the president isn't the real president. It's probably mm-hmm. Obama in a basement, which he admitted to that Mm -hmm. he would like to do, you know, that he would like to have somebody as a puppet and just feed him the lines. It's not, the president is not Biden. It's the Democratic Party and whatever it is that they're trying to do with the nation. Biden's not right in the head and he's not quite all there. Um, I, 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 that's just an observation. I'm not a doctor, don't have to be, but I think it's pretty clear to anybody who's had parents or grandparents who have gotten senile, um, that he's not all there no. and, and th- he's a puppet. And the, but the thing is that's scary is that if something should happen to him, we'd be stuck with Kamala. You know, when I, <laughs> when I found out that Kamala was picked to be VP, not by Joe Biden, but by obviously his handlers, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever been so mad in my life <laughs> because, because Kamala had less than 1% of the vote when she ran for president and she mm-hmm. was the first one to drop out never mind her questionable history on how she came up mm. um and her demeanor and her character i i i could not have been more infuriated by that by that pick by that decision and then to think that kamala would be president and then Scares pelosi me. come oh, on gosh, like no like, <laughs> Honestly, it, it, it doesn't it matter. Is the, it is the end of the world. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because they're all run by the same people. Kamala doesn't know anything about run. What, what is she? How is she going to run a nation? It's going to be the party anyway. Yes. It doesn't matter. So, I mean, well, <laughs> I was pissed. We're, we're screwed. <laughs> I think we're good. I think, honestly, this is the, this is the time where we, where we shake people. We wake them up and say, Yes. How, how, what do you think about the person that you voted for? How, how has it been for you? How are your gas prices? How are yes. your, all of the, how's that working out for up. you? Yeah. Like I went to the supermarket and I'm like, wow, what? Or Beef. like just to get medicine for my kick. She had a head cold. I'm like, what happened to these, <laughs> what happened I to am- these prices? Why are they all going up? Because of their policies. They're crazy. They're crazy policies. Why is crime going up? Because the, the <laughs> crime. 
crime. Defund Forget the police. Is that the dumbest thing you ever heard in your life? Defund the police. That was clearly a sign that the Democrats have lost their minds. When they got Kamala Harris got on board with that, she was bailing people out who were protesting in the street. They weren't protesters, all of them. They were really just people destroying other people's property. And those middle class people, they're trying to destroy the middle class. I'm I'm sure of it. Yeah. They're trying to destroy us. And this is yeah. we're not going to let it happen because we outnumber them. That's what I was telling you. The devil is not as big as he makes himself to be. No, the devil, all he has when when he when Goliath fought David, all Goliath had before he before he engaged in combat with him was um, insults and threats. Mm-hmm. That's all he has. That's all That's the devil has. Exactly. Insults and threats. What? So what? Like, what are you going to do? There are a lot of silent Christians that are rising up. I get messages from people all the time. They're saying, hey, I, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know all of this was really happening. You know, I, I want to dig deeper with, you know, Jesus. I can see that the world is, <laughs> is ending. You yeah. know, what can I do? Maranatha. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I go from, we can fight this. We can do this. We can build this country back. I go from that emotion to Jesus. Just come now. Just come. <laughs> you know what I want? You know what? Je- when I want Jesus to come most is when I'm in a spin class. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> come now, Jesus. Just pay me now. <laughs> now would be good. <laughs> I want the rapture to come now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, I wonder, you know, we have the three days of darkness. You guys have the rapture, but you know what? I'll tell you something funny. One day, um, I woke up and my, my grandson had been staying with us and my husband's car was there and the golf cart was there and my grandson wasn't in his bed. My husband wasn't in his, in his office and I'm looking and it was silence, silence. <laughs> and I looked outside. There wasn't even any wind like, like ruffling the trees. Yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking, what if the Protestants were right? Maybe there <laughs> is a rapture. And so it, quite naturally, I called my daughter and she says, she, I said, Marco, do you think it's, it's real? She goes, mom, so you call me? You just figure <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one that's not going to be taken up. <laughs> naturally, you and I are the bad one. So <laughs> quite naturally, I call you. <laughs> so who would you call if you weren't? Taken up in a rapture situation. You know what? My husband tells me all the time. He goes, I'm going to play a prank on you one day and I'm just going to lay clothes all over the house. And you're and you're just going to see Isabella's clothes. You're going to see my clothes. Oh. And I'm going to make you think that you didn't go. I'm like, of all the people in this house, I'm definitely going in the rapture. <laughs> <laughs> that won't that won't phase me. I'm like, but that would be really scary. Oh my God. Well, we, we have this uh, the three days of darkness, which is really heavy and too much to go into. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I learned about it years and years ago and it's very scary. It's, it's very similar to what you guys uh, interpret as the rapture. And, and it's, but it's very scary. It's like a horror movie. And, but so, all these mystics have said the same, you know, prophecy and they didn't even know each other. It's, it's really kind of bizarre, but um yeah, whichever happens, I'm ready. I'm like, you know what, God, I'm good. I'm trying my best. I'm, I pray. I, I think this has increased my prayer life. This horribleness in the world, I have never prayed more in my life. And also I've never cursed more. This <laughs> <So, laughs> is just like childbirth. When I was giving birth to my child, 
And one minute I was like, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, oh, my God. And then the next minute I'm like, I'm, I'm about to blurt out a cuss word. My mother's there. She goes, Kathy. I'm like, ah, I wanted to say a bad word. <laughs> you know? But my yeah. mom was there. I can't cuss in front of my mom. So, <laughs> but yeah, this is a this is a good talk. I'm glad we got to talk yeah. today. Oh, I didn't tell you. Melinda, your aunt, she wants mm-hmm. to do a show with both of us. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. She said, set it up. I said, OK, I'll set it up. She, uh, she told me that this morning. Yeah, so, I think that's, that's so funny. I just texted her like an hour ago. Oh, my gosh. Well, she yeah. said that it would be fun. I would love it. You know, she's she's doing something with Lexit now for New Mexico. You know, I just got in touch with them to do for Massachusetts. Awesome. Lexit, Massachusetts. Yeah. I think this is wonderful. I'm so proud of her because, I mean, New Mexico needs that that help. They're, they've been yeah. run into the ground by the Democratic yeah. Party. They yeah. need some help. And they need to just be aware. I mean, a lot of people aren't aware. I know for a Black person, not a lot of Black people are aware of what's going on. They just take it by word of mouth. Oh, I'm a Black person. I'm supposed to be a Democrat. That's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah. did you think about looking into it? Oh, well, I I had no idea about... Uh, how the Democratic Party got started. And that's scary. And then you start to realize that they're still up to the same tactics. They're using mm-hmm. fear and intimidation to control people, just like yeah. the Klan did. They call you names. They use fear and int- intimidation. And that's what they're doing on social media. That's what they're doing to, to Republicans, what they're doing, exactly like the Opelousas massacre. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Same old, same old tactics that just using different words. Now they're using the words that they invented, Jim Crow and all that crap. You know, mm-hmm. they are the ones that are intimidating people. They're the ones putting people in jail. They're the ones who should be in jail. Why is Hunter Biden not in jail? He's on video smoking crack. You know, um, we have questions about that for, I mean, everyone, Hillary Clinton, Obama, no. none of those guys are going to. They're, poli- they're high level politicians. How, like, how would they? I mean, Bill Clinton. Oh my gosh. Come on, bro. Like, he should have been in jail a long time he ago. He should have been in jail and out already for all the stuff he's done. Oh, uh, no, he should have been rotting in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stay there and rot in jail. Well, but, you know, I, I, those are, those are the same questions that I have for them. You know, why? And you could tell, man, when Hillary was running in six, was it in 16 she ran? Yes. Um, where, you know, it, when you're under federal investigation, <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to run. For you think <laughs> you would think like, you know. what is going on? I remember saying that to myself, like, why? Why? How is it possible that she's running? I couldn't apply at McDonald's being think- uh, under federal investigation. How does she get away with talking to black people the way that she did at that church. I ain't no ways tired. I don't even know how she said it. Her, her, her bonics. I mean, oh my gosh. I was thinking, and how are they like listening to that and not offended? They I, all do that. And have you seen the, um, <laughs> we're getting so off topic. But have you seen the breakfast club with Hillary Clinton? I saw the one with one? Kamala with the, with the joint thing. So <laughs> the breakfast club had interviewed Hillary and she starts oh. she starts taking out hot sauce out of her purse. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, how does he not? I mean, I would have picked that up and threw it at her. <laughs> like, what's your favorite food? She's like, obviously fried chicken. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he goes, Are you trying to pander? She goes, Is it working? Is it working? Like to their face. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. To their face. I. It's just unreal. I mean, they all do it. AOC does it. Yes. Uh, they all they all do it and to be honest Kamala's doing it too of course i mean she's um, she's gotten more ebonically inclined the longer she's been in office i mean listen to her voice from the the debates and listen to her voice in her interviews it's like mm. i can't even do a kamala imitation i'm working on it though i'm gonna get a kamala <laughs> imitation down <laughs> Because she's she's said so many quirks and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, how is she getting away with this stuff? But you know what? I don't see my Democratic, what's the few of them that have left friends, bragging about what a great job Joe's doing. Oh, what a great job! No one. Is there anybody? Anyone? Nobody. Not a soul. 